Welcome to HSBC Global Viewpoint, the podcast series that brings together business leaders and industry experts to explore the latest global insights, trends, and opportunities. Make sure you're subscribed to stay up to date with new episodes. Thanks for listening, and now on to today's show. Welcome to the latest in our Market Talks podcast series. We will be featuring a variety of different topics and market developments that are currently trending globally. There are many trends across financial services that combine to make up the expansion in the wealth space, with both existing firms and new entrants looking to benefit from changing market dynamics. Today, we'll touch on what exactly health and wealth means to firms and examine some of the broader areas that are leading to the increased focus on wealth management across financing. Joining me to discuss this further is Sam Ray, Director in the Insurance Sector Product Team at HSBC's Markets and Security Services, and Stuart Turner, Senior Product Manager, Fund Administration. Sam, over to you. Thanks, Gabriella, and thank you all for listening today. Health and wealth is a fairly broad term that generally looks at the increasing integration of previously standalone products. For example, while an insurer may have previously provided separate health insurance and some form of investment product, we're now seeing these increasingly bundled together. We've also seen this with insurers who traditionally have not been involved in the wealth management market take strategic decisions to enter and compete in this space. In effect, we're seeing a blurring of the lines for insurance and wealth management. Let's look at some of the main themes we're seeing driving the development of health and wealth. Firstly, fee pressure is an ongoing trend that we've seen across financial services for a number of years. It's forced significant changes in the way firms operate, encouraging digital adoption and making firms really evaluate their products and the value they produce. One of the key outcomes of firms conducting these reviews is that many firms who have previously focused on other areas increasingly seeing the opportunity of moving more investment into the wealth space. We see a number of benefits for insurers, mainly enables their customers to meet broader financial objectives outside the loss protection, whilst at the same time diversifying revenue for the insurer through a relatively stable fee-based revenue. Insurers are well-placed to make this move. They potentially already have significant customer insights from their existing products through their large client bases and the substantial amount of data they hold on clients. If they leverage this correctly, this can be a powerful tool to match clients with products and solutions that meet their needs in a convenient way. We'll look at some of the examples of this later in our discussion. Coming to you now, Stuart, can you tell us a bit more about some of the themes you're seeing in the market? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Sam. Uh, One of the major drivers that we're seeing is is the increasing drive towards digital. Clearly, this is a wide-ranging trend happening independently of the other areas we've mentioned, but it's also being accelerated by the transfer of wealth to younger, more tech-native generations. Existing wealth offerings have been slower to adopt these digital solutions compared to other areas of finance. And so firms that are further down this path can leverage their new digital capabilities to provide customers with a better digital-led experience. In terms of the geographies we're seeing, these trends, most notably growth in health and wealth, is a significant movement we're seeing across Asia. The growth is being driven by the growing middle classes across the region, and similar to, to what I mentioned previously, the significant upcoming generational wealth transfers that accompanies this. When you combine that with the greater consumer demand for holistic solutions globally, there's a real drive towards combined offerings and insurers are are really well-placed to provide that. There's a number of different ways firms are able to to adjust their offerings to meet 
exactly what their customer needs. They generally focus around how they present or can present a unified set of products to their customers by combining their existing products or adding new products. We see examples of this throughout, throughout an insurer's activities, from client-facing areas such as the increasing use of robo-advisors or new portals covering all of a firm's products, all the way through to operational enablers such as their cash allocation and order management processes. That allows firms to provide more efficient solutions to their clients. Building new front-end portals is probably the easiest and most visible way that insurers can demonstrate to clients they're really upgrading their capabilities. And as a result, is often one of the first areas firms look to. Having all of their products in, a, in one place not only simplifies the customer experience and helps retain customers, but it provides significant cross-selling opportunities as well. Thanks, Jets. So, so what do you see the main challenges insurers face when bringing all their product lines into a single portal or front-end system? It's a good question. So, so well, the end goal in this case is to improve the front-end experience for clients. Many of the key challenges that we're hearing about are around the integration that goes on behind the scenes to make this possible. For product lines that have expanded over time or come together through acquisitions, there can be a large number of systems involved. Creating the required linkages for data can clearly be a, a really highly complex, risky, time-consuming, and expensive issue to resolve. A risk for firms who choose to update their, their front-end platform early on in the transformation is that spending all of that time and effort on bringing the existing systems together at the front-end, it can reduce the urgency of the need to upgrade the back-end systems that support them. It's really key for insurers that their front-to-back model is robust is scalable, has a strong control framework, but it also has to retain that flexibility and allow them to develop their products to anticipate future needs. This, this significantly reduces the risk that we see across some institutions where processes are still highly manual with key person dependency, for instance, uh, the use of facts to manage order instruction and placement, which unfortunately is still very prevalent across Asia. Service providers have an opportunity to support insurers in this transformation of their systems. The, the modular approach seems to work best here where providers can provide a fully end-to-end -end solution, including a digital front end, or they can integrate with insurers if they have already established a provider as part of their solution. That approach really provides insurers with the flexibility they need to select the services they require on a market-by-market -market basis, while still supporting a trend we see across insurers promote a consistent operating model across a region may currently have bespoke models locally or, or globally in some instances. The wealth space is really still at a relatively early stage in its digital transformation, but consumers seem to be driving flexibility. For example, the need for insurers to provide tools to enable consumers to adjust levels of cover rapidly to meet changing life circumstances. Overall, it seems like there's a really significant opportunity for insurers as they update their product offerings. Yes, absolutely. One of the main examples where we see a growth in combined products is through the use of unit link wrap products. These allow clients through a single policy to both secure themselves against loss through a traditional insurance policy and also invest in one or more funds for investment purposes. These offer the convenience of a single product while providing greater transparency over fees and current value when compared to traditional with profits vehicles. One example of this is insurers wanting to benefit from trailer fee enhancements and automation. 
Stuart, do you see insurers looking for support from security services providers as they grow in this space? Yes, absolutely. So, so leveraging the security service provider, it can help insurers benefit from their scale to provide hugely attractive trailer fees, but it also allows them to continue with their own agreement where that might be more beneficial. So they can effectively have a mix and match capability. They can also lean on the custodian's capability to manage distribution agreements, um, allowing them to reduce their overhead at the same time. Yeah, and another area we see insurers looking to security services is, is where they're looking to diversify their investment ranges. This may be by offering a greater range of asset classes, such as private funds, in addition to their traditional assets to enhance yields. Also, where insurers are looking to allow clients to customise their portfolios, offering more granular splits across investments, along with more thematic offerings, such as exposure to ESG-focused funds. What do you think insurers expect from providers in these areas? Insurers want their providers to make their investment process into funds as seamless as possible, ultimately. An example of this we've seen is where insurers expect to be able to provide a singular instruction to invest into a mutual fund, an alternative fund, private funds, and ETFs. In a recent example, we were able to offer an insurance client multiple options to route their orders, so SWIFT, SFTP, API, front office systems, as well as a white label portal. This, together with our sub-custodian for funds, Clearstream, provides them with a straight-through process that will give access to more than 250,000 funds. Thanks, Stuart. So to sum up, insurers are moving towards global models, incorporating digital in- innovation for a better client experience, plus more, more robust solutions that allow them to support the product flexibility that the consumers are really demanding, as well as the ever-increasing government's requirements. As a result, insurers are looking to security services firms to further support them by leveraging their market scale and solutions. That concludes our discussion today. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions on this, please feel free to contact either of us or your HSBC client manager. Gabriella, I'll hand it back to you now. Thanks so much, Sam and Stuart. It's been really interesting to learn more about the coming trends in health and wealth. I would like to thank you for listening to this edition in our series of Market Talks podcasts. Stay tuned as we explore more trends in the coming weeks. Thank you for joining us at HSBC Global Viewpoint. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. Make sure you're subscribed to stay up to date with new episodes.